Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode seven, I believe, of Design Flaws. I am your host, Barg, and we, well, we're going to talk about some of the fun things that happened on the 6th of January, but um, disclaimer, if you're easily offended or you have uh, smaller than normal testicular features, I think that you could totally click out of this podcast and no one would say a damn thing. So, um, this is not necessarily child friendly. So, uh, but I got nothing else to say. You know, I think, uh, thank you for tuning in and, um, hopefully you enjoy this. Uh, otherwise I'm going to kill myself. Welcome back, dude. What's up, bro? What's up, homie? What's poppin' slime? What's up, cuzzo? Dude, what in the fuck is good, dude? Bro, what is happening today? Dude, it's been a minute. I've had some fucking episodes in the archive. Look, life picks up, episodes go down. I need to break that that pattern. I need to start fucking pumping them out regularly. That needs to happen, and I am aware. Thank you for letting me know. Um, yeah, dude, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's been a tense time. It's been a tense time these past few weeks because, <clears throat> well... You know, you've had a lot of people basically um, somehow not break the pattern that they've been programmed to continue to follow. I mean, I don't, I don't understand what is it with these people, man. But you know, some of these folks they deserve they deserve a monarchy. You know, some of these folks deserve a monarchy. They just deserve. They just deserve totalitarian rule. I'm sorry. I said it. This is a comedy show and I can say shitty things. They deserve totalitarian rule, dude. I mean, I don't really get it, bro. I just don't get it. There's a cat here. She might fucking say some shit. She has some shit to say. She's a MAGA cat. She's an alt-right cat. She's against me. She thinks that my ethnic heritage is inferior. It's a problem, okay? It's a problem. It's been an issue. I know, I know. It's been an issue. But, dude, I don't know, dude. Like, all I can think about when I see... Today's January 7th, for those of you who don't know. The day that I will be... I think the day that you'll hear this, if if you hear it on the day it releases. I mean, it's January 7th. And, I, you know, I just can't... I just... I'm st- I'm stuck between do I go into my closet and blow my brains out, <clears throat> right? Or do I uh 
risk looking like a nutcase even more than I already look like one. Because I just wish, I wish people took a course on journalism. I wish people took a course on journalism and they didn't take it from an institution that has like that fake fucking pride in their craft so they act, act like smarter and superior. It's like you meet, sometimes you'll meet doctors who are just assholes even though they're not that much more knowledgeable than like the next guy. They just think they're really fucking smart and really high and mighty. But I really wish people just had exposure to journalism because I, dude, this whole storm DC bullshit, storm quote unquote, fucking, st- they stormed the Capitol, dude. Oh no, dude, no, they stormed the Capitol. <laughs> Who fucking cares, dude? Who the fuck gives a fuck? What are you complaining about, dude? Those losers in that capital are the same morons that put you in the planes, the places that you hate. They're the same fucking enemy. What part of populist did you guys fucking forget? Same fucking group of people, man. Why wouldn't they manipulate the entirety of us? I just don't understand. He's, oh, dude, you're fucking crazy. It's like, bro, no. It's so obvious, dude. You can look at the video. Bro, it was the president. This is this is the timeline of events. This is how it events. I, I can't just go into fucking mania without talking. The timeline of events are this, okay? President Trump was contesting the election, as would anybody in his fucking position. So shut the fuck up if you think that he should have stepped down. Suck on my fucking asshole, dude. Suck, it, suck on that dingleberry fucking ass, dude. Contesting the election is constitutionally allowed. It's okay. No one was... Fu- it's, no, it wasn't conspiracy theory. Okay, you can contest anything. Okay, you can contest anything. Okay, and you know what? I'm sure I'm sure there would have been an orderly transition of power regardless of whatever the fuck happened on the 6th. And the 6th, no one was sitting here telling you the 6th was going to turn turn the whole ship around, dude. Okay? He was he was saying that this everyone knew. Everyone was listening. It was not good odds. Even if they got votes allowed, it, it, this was a shoe in pretty much from the when as soon as the states sent their bullshit certifications, it was pretty much a shoe in, okay? So those states shouldn't have certified anyone who, anyone who fucking d- thinks the opposite, dude. Just fucking stop, stop. Dude, you're not gonna get bitches, okay? You're not gonna get bitches if you're not g- gaslighting people, okay? I'm sorry. You just, I mean, sorry. You're not gonna get bitches if you are gaslighting people. Fucking half these dudes out here drink fucking soy every fucking day. They don't eat enough goddamn beef. And they fucking sit and talk their way into mediocre pussy panties by talking about the climate changing and the carbonization of the environment. Dude, I went to college, bro. I'm not a fucking idiot. I was there. I know how it works. I didn't get a lot of ass, but I didn't get no ass. And the ass I got, well, I was a fucking liberal for it, dude. You think you can get ass without talking about climate change? Do you think a girl's gonna give you her ass? If you aren't talking about the carbonization of the environment and you aren't pushing for radical decarbonization, it's trendy, bitch. It's trendy. That's why it's this way. I mean, for fuck's sake, dude. 
Jeez. So he was contesting the election. That's all he's doing, right? It's no big deal, dude. Really, it's not that big of a deal. When you look at like how the 2016 election was contested, you look at how 2004 election was contested, you look at the fucking history of the nation. This is a mildly unprecedented time. Yeah, you know what? Throw an election contest in there. What's the big fucking deal, right? Isn't it better for everyone? No, dude. You got to have activist journalists, activist media outlets constantly inundating you with fucking nonsense. Straight up bullshit, gibberoni nonsense, dude. Fucking garbage, dude. Fucking nonsense. And you're like, okay, all right, well, great. And you, you're just listening. You're like on the Twitter. You're on Twitter. You're on the internet. You're like, all right, who's who's going to give me information, right? Who's going to give me information that isn't obviously biased and bullshit, all right? That's all you want to know. That's it. That's all you want to know. You don't give a fuck about, like, whether it's the New York Post telling it to you or MSNBC telling it to you. Everyone has a has a fucking, you know, affinity in hating on the president and just not reporting things as they're supposed to be reported. So you hear about shit, and then you know what? You hear from President Trump's Twitter, January 6th, big protest. Dude, it was huge. I'm on Twitter, and I'm scrolling around seeing these fucking morons, obviously biased, clearly obviously biased. I at least admit my biases. I tell you, oh yeah, I'm a fucking Republican, dude. That's my bias. Boom. There you go. Now, where's the center? Let's argue. Let's debate. But you dummies are like, no. No. Absolutely not. Dude, there was like, I'm, dude, I'm, okay. One photo I saw, which was, I'm not talking about Twitter photos where like you have like, you know, QAnon morons and idiots basically going on there and saying shit like fucking, they're like posting pictures of different protests where there were like, you know, uh, 250,000 people and they're saying, oh, this is a Trump protest in DC. Those, no, not those. But when you calculate and you add different different photographs around the same time, dude, bro, 50,000 is a bullshit conservative minimum. I'm putting you at 100,000 possibly more. Dude, that would be one of the biggest peaceful assemblies in United States history. Dude, in the D.C. district, there might have been 250,000 people there out with their hats on, with their flags going, dude. Not white supremacists, not fucking alt-right neo-Nazis, fucking Americans, bro. Fucking Americans out there saying, I love my country, and they're they're protesting the count of the vote. It's a it's a it's a okay to do that, guys. Guess what? That's the same amendment that allows them to do that, allows you to burn down your city. Well, actually, there's no amendment that allows you to burn down anything. I forgot you guys just get mistreated by institutional authority. Um, in a in a positive way, actually, that's great. That's awesome. But you know, they dude, there. I don't want to say there was 250k there on the on the actual grounds of the of the Senate, but dude, there had to have been at least. I'm not fucking kidding, bro. I'm serious. I'm dead fucking serious. There had to have been at least a hundred and twenty thousand people in that crowd in that one photo from the house out into the in the grass, right? And then I'm sure when you go around the sides and you go into the city, dude, there must have been at least 50,000 more in there. You're talking off jump, 100 and like, dude, it, like, we're, I mean, I'm ballparking between 100 and 200K. I wouldn't be surprised if you told me more than 200K. I know some psychos will be like, oh, it's a million people. I don't think it was a million people, but a million people is tough to do for anything. I mean, you have to really, it's, it's the idea that a million of Trump supporters of, of any percentage of people would show up to the thing is, is very, or sorry, sorry, 
one million of any group of people, unless you have billions of supporters, would show up to anything is crazy. So Trump has about, you know, 80, 80 to maybe 100 million supporters, and I'm sure like about 75 to 80 million votes. So, you know, it's tough to it's tough to get like you've never seen a BLM protest with that kind of numbers, dude. You you won't see it. You won't see it. You may see it occasionally in history, but I mean, Obama's rallies at the most were getting about 40,000, 50,000 people at the tops. I think that was like some of the highest numbers. Usually you'd expect 10,000 people. That'd be like not bad, 20,000 people. But Trump was selling out ticket. I mean, selling out arenas basically. Like we're talking about, you know, like. 250,000 people at the some of the bigger rallies, like 150,000 people. Dude, that's a lot of humans. Think about that. <laughs> that's the entire, excuse me. <laughs> that's the entire, sorry, I'm a little allergic today, so you're going to have to deal with that. But that's essentially most cities in rural Texas. I mean, that's like a quarter million people is a pretty fairly large-sized city in rural Texas. Like Lubbock is 300,000 people. So the entire city of Lubbock, basically, in, in, in volume, showed up to that protest. Pretty impressive. I mean, it shows you what the power of populism is. And, and now with digital populism, you really don't even have to show up. You can donate. You can do... So, like, for example, I didn't go anywhere. I stayed on my fucking ass because I'm not going to go all the way to Washington. But I, I will sound the alarm. I'll do whatever I have to do. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I've donated to the campaign. I've donated, like, you know, 100 bucks here and there. So, you know, I've done my part. But... That's the whole idea with populism, right? And so people have this demonization of populism because they think, oh, it just gets deranged. No, not really. Not when you have someone at the helm of it who's actually operating in, you know, some form of like non-overt identity warfare. I mean, he's not telling anyone about black and white. He doesn't he doesn't use words. Black populism can be bad. White populism can be bad, but general national populism uh, it's only really bad when you start adding ethnicity into it. That's when you start seeing like actual downsides to it. And that's implying that the underlying base is near as violent. They're not the same people. To, impl to imply that racist Democrats who became Republicans now, which is a, such an underwhelming small percentage of the minority of people in the Republican Party, in the new conservative party, in the populist conservative party, to say that that is the equivalent of like the Nazis, dude. The Nazis were doing meth. The Nazis were doing crystal meth, bro. They were doing crystal meth. They were under a Fuhrer who was who was very, very, very vicious. And he was uh, a radical socialist, actually. Actually, He was a, economically a socialist. He didn't believe in uh, any sort of privatization. He didn't lean into that private... Like, I mean, I, so that's one of the things I don't understand. It's like, how... How is he a Nazi? Because I mean, wouldn't a Nazi like hamper down on private property, hamper down on speech? Trump's only allowed more free speech. It's it's not Nazism. I mean the the it's a lazy, it's intellectually lazy. And I think people who do it know. I think people know that it's hyperbolic. I think people know that it's it's political theater. I don't think anyone actually believes that shit. And this, and I honestly think the same thing about some of the policies too. Like I don't think any lefty truly can find. Uh, no qualms with uh, open borders. When you get to the nitty gritty, when you get to the nitty gritty and you talk about national security issues and you have someone sit down with open borders and they're advocating for open borders, it's a radical position. So, but anyways, back to this January 6th protest, huge protest, uh, you know, f tens and tens of thousands of people, potentially between 100 and 200 K thousand people, uh, 200 K people, um, you know, and you essentially like started hearing so this was this was essentially a media. I want people to know this. This is the problem with the media blackout. People were talking about this for a long time. It's they're gonna have a media blackout on the sixth, right? 
CNN cameras were not in the protest. People were not in the protest. And they said, oh, well, Trump supporters destroyed the cameras from the people. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily out of pocket. I mean, look, the videos of some of these things we saw. So we saw this breach, right? I mean, at some point, allegedly along that protest after Trump left, people breached the Senate. They were breaking windows and some shit like that. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. Look, I'm sorry. I can't get so outraged at these things. I'm not in that culture, man. I don't have that ability to just get, oh, my goodness. Like, dude, I don't, I have, it, what outrages me is, you know, lack of principle, but not lack of consistency. I, I Dude, lack of consistency makes me laugh. So when I was seeing this shit, man, I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, dude. They stormed the fucking Senate floor. Fucking good for them, dude. Good for them, man. Good for them, man. Because if you're that desperate in your life that you're going to rationalize something like that, man, like, you know, fuck it. Because the thing is, dude, this is the problem with, with this whole narrative, right? That, like, now, essentially from this, this will be able to, this will be the single example of Trump supporters causing quote-unquote violence. By the way, nobody died, like domestic terrorism is now being thrown around or talking about impeachment trials. Like this is, look, dude, this all smells like Russiagate 5 fucking point oh, dude. 5.0, dude. This is Russiagate 5.0. It was something that blown largely out of context and is not historically unprecedented. And then now they're going to use it to fucking assassinate someone's character, try to impeach him. When he literally has, like, you know, he he's he has openly said that he's open to an orderly transition of power. At no point, only the Q-nuts, the, the Q-nuts, man, the Q-nuts were saying that he will not give up power. But, no, more people were concerned with whether he's fighting. That was it. And he continued to fight. He's fighting. He's going to fight. And so, I mean, I don't know, guys. To me, I just don't, I don't really see any of the... Any of this outrage, bro? It just doesn't make sense. I mean, dude, like, they were trying to manufacture this outrage for Russia, Ukraine. Dude, they tried to manufacture this outrage for Unite the Right rally, which was, like, all openly an alt-right rally. And, like, dude, they tried to do all this. And they try to keep assuming that, like, 10,000 alt-right people across the entire nation of America is what 75, 80 million people are. That's what they think. And it's like, bro, you're... I, I credit you for being so passionate, but man, are you fucking dumb, dude. You're fucking dumb. If you are watching this news and believing that all this is so, oh my goodness, Trump wanted, I'm reading people say, dude, in my Instagram stories, on my fucking Instagram, I'm seeing people say, Trump wanted this. Bro, what are you talking about, dude? Like, he didn't say, nobody on his team, no one of him, nothing he has said has advocated for any sort of occupation of a building. And occupations of federal buildings are not historically uncommon. They're actually way more frequent than we like to admit, <clears throat> you know? And then they say, oh, well, they chase, did they chase police up and stuff? I said, yeah. I mean, so the D.C. police has a job to do and they didn't do a job. I don't know whose fault that is. I mean, I don't know how like, meanwhile, you're seeing this window, this one clip of one clip of dudes all in black, right? You know, and I'm not, I'm not even going to go into the Antifa theory, right? I'm not doing that because the thing is like, you know, the moment you assert something that is different from the mob consensus, 
people label you as a conspiracy theorist. Like, so the the, the actual the the news media right now works off a mob consensus. All they do is they manufacture a half truth. The mob then picks up onto it and runs with it. And I could argue the same for QAnon, man. QAnon is usually half truths. Now the media is actually like probably, you know, I would say the media and QAnon are like in equal tiers of like you know filled with lies. But QAnon is is essentially a half truthing organization. I mean. What's odd is that QAnon gets some shit right. That's the problem. QAnon gets some shit right, and in fact, I would say like even maybe about half of the bullshit that that comes out of their mouths is true, right? And the only thing I have for these people is I just respect your patriotism, man. But go out and vote, right? Even if they're gonna steal your vote, go out and vote, right? Don't don't make that mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like don't make the mistake of of not exercising your civic duty just because you think someone's hampering on your civic duty. That would be stupid if you apply that to everything, right? You, If you apply that to your Second Amendment, then you'd never buy a lawfully, you'd never lawfully own a gun. You'd never lawfully exercise the right to use a firearm, right? So you'd never understand the benefit of that. So, you know, when you talk about QAnon as a disinformation operation, and you talk about it for, for what it really is, let's, I mean, let's be honest. Like, if we're going to talk about this protest, let's talk about what QAnon is, you know? Let's talk about what, let's talk about what all these things are because you, it's so easy for me to just sit here and single-handedly, you know, write up something as a wrong or say something that's good is bad, but in one swift movement. But you can't do that, man. Like, that's just not fair. I mean, dude, I'm not I'm not joking, man. I mean, I'm pretty like staunch on my side on this, dude. I don't think what happened yesterday was a problem at all. I don't have a I have an, I don't have a single issue with it. Nobody died except for people who were uh, protesting, which I actually feel horrible for. Because when you see the one person that did die, right, or the four people, I guess it's four people now confirmed, but uh, four people died of the three people died of injuries. One person died on the scene. It's 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 kind of heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking that 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 turned into that. And, uh, no, I don't blame those people, man. I'm sorry. I don't blame, I don't blame people who felt compelled enough to exercise their first amendment. And dude, you're occupying people's house, bro. All right. How you, I can, I'll, I'll give you this probably shouldn't have broke windows, but we don't know who broke the fucking windows. Do we? Yeah, we don't. No, we don't. To say that, you know, it was Trump. No, it's not that you're not God. You're not omniscient. You don't know it's Trump supporters. No, you don't. You, you're you're being intellectually unhonest, dishonest. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like. Obviously, no one's gonna say, yeah, break the windows, enter. But dude, they let them in. The the side. There were some videos from the side doors where they were chasing cops up. Some one cop, not they weren't chasing all cops. There's one uh, little spicy picture in the center of the chamber. But dude, they there was no destruction. There was no damages. I mean, dude, uh, you talk. You you have some of the damages they're showing from the Senate, right? They're showing you like. Oh, oh, turned over furniture, you know, dude, my, again, I'm not trying to sound like a fucking, a MAGA nut, but you want to talk about damages, let's have a conversation about damages, right, you want to talk about conspiracy, let's have a conversation about conspiracy, why are we doing this one-sided shit, now you start seeing people saying white privilege, how the fuck does that do anything with this, dude, this is a people versus the government protest, there were black people in that crowd, bro, just because the numbers weren't like what you like doesn't mean that 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 is you, you it's so difficult for me to call anything anti that thing when that thing is in it. I'm sorry, okay? And I know that the lefties want everyone to believe that people like Candace Owens and people like me and people of, you know, color are like all just misled, you know. We're all just misled. We're we're all just like misled, you know, 
fucking C words, you know, and we just don't know what we're talking about. We're just all like, you know, but I don't know. It's like, dude, what? I don't understand. And like, apparently I'm not a color anymore. I'm like brown being an Indian, Indian American. No, God forbid. That's not shit compared to black. It's like, okay, bro. Well, I don't know what fucking world you're living in, but uh, that's definitely the world that exists right now. So, I mean, dude, this is like my friend circles, bro. I mean, but you know, like the, to go back to the original story, I'm just like derailing and fucking constantly going off the rails, but there was a media blackout. You want to call, blame some Trump supporters for breaking cameras? Sure, fine, right? That's cool. But I mean, look, to be fair, they've never been portrayed friendly by the media and it's definitely not been an unbiased go at it. So to assert that is fucking ridiculous. Second of all, it's obviously political theater. You have Kamala Harris, Joe Biden coming out. You saw senators uh, break down from this. Dude, look, I'm sorry that I have a accurate understanding of how military operations work. And I'm sorry that I have a realistic comprehensive view of how uh advanced uh disinformation operations can operate but guess what dude that doesn't change the fact that it very likely could have been a false flag I'm not saying it is right i'm not saying that, that we should all just like circulate that conspiracy theory right but what evidence do you have to the contrary oh none i forgot right all you have is a video of people Breaking in the window, which everyone said is bad. Don't do that. Don't deface property. Don't do things that we don't like you to do, right? Great. So condemned, done, right? We're consistent. Cool. So then go forward into the actual... I mean, dude, I'm watching videos of people walking through this fucking thing like it's a fucking tour. I saw videos of of grandmas, grandmothers, literal fucking grandmothers, like with American flags around them because it's cold and shit. And they walked in there, and people were like, why are they treating them nicely? White privilege. What are you talking about? There was less damage there than there was in any fucking BLM protest all year. Do you guys remember Portland? They occupied a police station, okay? Forget the left occupying government buildings and that always going over smoothly and never having any issues. Police never fucking do anything to that. They occupied Portland. If you want to talk about BLM protests, right, why they are pushing back at that is because historically you've seen places like Portland like they're they're showing you videos of like I've seen them all over Instagram they'll show you videos of like how they were treated at this one protest the single protest all year the one protest all fucking year right how they were treated here and then you have another protest in BLM where they're cutting together multiple clips of how the police have treated them across across the entire country of America right when overwhelmingly a lot of these protests have been very, very peaceful, or sorry, not peaceful, uh, the police have been very non-aggressive, right? Only in certain areas were they, were they like trying to hold the protest because it can escalate into a riot. And th- if we want to have a conversation about who riots more, let's have a conversation about who riots more, right? This is not a BLM versus Trump supporter thing. This is a consistency conversation. This is a intellectual consistency, something that a lot of you dumb fucks forgot. You guys just, you forgot, oh, I don't need to do that. I mean, fucking ridiculous, dude. And if you feel insulted by this, you should be insulted by this because you're an idiot. I mean, dude, like Casey Neistat, fuck Casey Neistat, dude. He's like, oh, how are people not arrested for this? There's been like 100 people who've been arrested, dude. There's like 100 fucking people who were arrested. There weren't even like 200 people in the fucking chambers. Like, so what? Fucking 100 people 
who, no, they were not fucking armed, dude. No one was fucking walking there with like a fucking AR-15, bro. And no gun was discharged against police. Shut the fuck up, dude. You don't even have confirmation of that. That's the thing. A lot of those things are like as rumor as a false flag operation because I don't have confirmation of that either, right? But we have some weird confirmation. We have some correlative confirmation. We have some confirmation that QAnon is a disinformation operation. We have a lot of confirmation that QAnon was leading the fucking charge into that building. Fervent Q supporters led the charge into that building. You had Trump supporters outside saying, no, 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 do not do this, do not do this, do not break it, do not break it, do not break it. You had people stopping them. You had lawful people, you had good people in that crowd. They were not all alt-right. They were not all white supremacists. You fucking morons don't remember what racial separatism does. You don't remember what sectarian violence does. You fucking idiots don't know a damn fucking thing. But you so, so eager to just jump at this first fucking thing. So eager. You have no problem doing it. No problem at all. Oh, yeah, let me just fucking quickly. Oh, look at the racism, bro. Dude, fucking racist, dude. White supremacist, bro. Fuck that shit, dude. Fucking hate racism, man. Dude, fucking, I'm a white, I'm a white privileged male, bro. I'm a fucking white privileged male and I hate racism, bro. It's like, is that you, dude? Is that all you are? What the fuck world are you living in, dude? We're in a fucking surveillance state. The CIA and the NSA see everything. And you're worried about if you're fucking... If you're the dude who goes to the Walmart you go to thinks you're... What? What? Like, I don't even know. What? That's what I'm trying to... What is going on? Dude, it's obviously biased. It's fucking obvious. Bro, not a... What kind of domestic terror attack, right? I mean, dude, that word is just fucking inflammatory. What kind of domestic terror attack loses one life? White terrorism, bro? White terrorism? Is that the fucking criteria for white terrorism? I would rather have a whole lot more white terrorism than I would Islamic terrorism. Fuck, dude. Shit. Why are we talking about this like it's a 9-11 part two? How is this the biggest attack on... I mean, dude, you saw... Dude, I saw pictures of people in the Senate... Just like lying down on their phone, dude. Probably watching TikToks and shit. Probably fucking sleazy Democratic senators watching girls shake their ass on TikTok like I do. I shake my ass on TikTok, you fucking sons of bitches. But, dude, like, come on, dude. You, It's so ridiculous, dude. Yeah, bro. Of course, a protest of 150,000 plus people... There was a very small minority of people, maybe 50 to 100 people, who decided to do some crazy shit. Of that, 5 to 10 QAnon leaders, possible false flag operatives, or they are such cons that they could fall for a false flag operation. Don't you realize what baiting people is? Do you dumbasses not know political strategy? Do you dumbasses forget how that happens? Do you guys forget when the KKK member is paid by people to show up, by activists to show up at the Trump rally so they can get a good shot of it? Do you guys not know who Rupert Murdoch is? Do you guys not know who fucking the foundation of the New York Times is, bro? What do you think the New York Times is to George Bush, dude? I don't fucking like George Bush, but the KKK didn't endorse him. People went there with KKK attire to quote-unquote pledge their allegiance. How do you derail populist movements? You give me that answer. How would you do it? 
Yeah, so then don't sit here and assert that like, oh, dude, this is what happened. This must be the truth because look, the Times is telling me, okay? Well, you believe the Times when they said WMDs in Iraq, right? They said another false flag on you right there, didn't they? Didn't they tell you that, buddy? Didn't they fucking tell you that there are WMDs in Iraq and we need to vote for President Bush so we can get, we should, we should, you look at the Patriot Act. Look at the great fucking shit fuck that the Patriot Act is, dude. Remember that? Remember that false flag operation? Oh, well, it's not a real false flag. No, it's not a real false flag, but they're gaslighting you like it is, okay? Operation Northwoods was the original false flag operation. Didn't happen. Was supposed to be against Cuba. Didn't happen. Kennedy struck it down. But the DOD, DOD, JSOC, the CIA, they were all scheming it, dude. They had it in the fucking archive to be deployed on a snap of a finger. You had a president in Kennedy who said, we don't need to do that. Thank God he was reasonable right then. It's a crime committed by your government. So if you're mad at anyone, quit fucking getting on the Trump supporters back, dude. Okay? No. It wasn't President Donald Trump's fault. Yes, he is still your president until the 20th. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Eat my whole asshole after I take a diarrhea shit. Please. Thank you. He's your president, and it wasn't his fault. No, he didn't say do it. He said go home. And then Twitter takes his video down. Why? Why? Why did you take his video down? Oh, they occupied the governor's mansion. The gate opened. The gate opened. They opened the gate. What part of baiting this does not make sense to you? Police was saying, yeah, come on in, guys, come on in. There were people taking pictures with police, okay? There were some testy, feisty photos. There was a lot of conflicting reports. I'm not saying I know what happened, but I know it wasn't that. You don't know it was that. You don't know it was a domestic terror attack. Yes, the FBI reports there were bombs. No, they don't. No one's corroborated that. Shut the fuck up. Two bombs, dude. What, you think someone fucking showed up there with bombs because of what? Fucking idiot. The fuck are you going to do bombs, bro? Are you guys looking at the BLM protests? Are we watching the same fucking TV? Do you guys remember the city of D.C.? Half the city was in flames. Like, there was, like, flames in different, different streets. It wasn't, like, the entire fucking city was in flames, but they were destroying the city in D.C. They were destroying the fucking city. And you had Pelosi, you had Ossoff, you had all these fucking morons. Stacey Abrams, everybody was saying, yeah, I don't know why insurrection isn't happening all across the country. I don't know why. This is a coup. This is a coup. Like, what the fuck? You guys were baiting protests all the time. You baited this, and you're calling it a coup? It was a fucking setup. It's a slick setup. It's actually a very sloppy setup, but because everyone's so stupid and retarded, it's very slick. And I mean, dude, what? Okay, so let's assume that everything you guys said is true. Who fucking cares? Who the fuck gives a fuck, dude? What do you think happens when Supreme Courts don't do their job? When Supreme Courts don't, no one said overturn the election. No one said that. People said open investigation, standing versus merit. Those are things you need to understand. I know the media told you that the court cases were all dismissed, but the overwhelming majority of those cases were dismissed on, on standing, not merit. There were some that were dismissed on merit. Those were some of the far-fetched ones. But I don't even think the Powell case was seen on merit. I don't know. I might have to, I might be wrong about that. But merit is a huge merit, bro. 
when you talk to constitutional attorneys and you listen to what they say, which, by the way, I do talk to them, so shut the fuck up and stop trying to ad hominem me, okay? I can I can cite something that I've learned from someone who's more educated than me, and that's, that is a fair uh, proof. But, you know, when you talk to constitutional attorneys, standing has... Uh, a very troubling troubling history. A lot of people oppose the idea of standing because they believe that courts need to hear cases, um, and they believe that it's a court's job. So dismissing a case on standing essentially is the court subverting their judicial duty and their, their, their judicial duty and power. So, you know, say what you want about it, but I mean, no, it was not a fair election, and no, it was not at all. I mean, like, it's so dumb. And then the the idea that they they're all pathologized to ridicule you, and it's like, bro, I am merely asserting my position and rationalizing it. That is all I'm doing here. Okay, you are not asserting yours, nor are you rationalizing. It. You're ridiculing mine. Okay, and when you assert yours and rationalize it, then we can have debates and we can talk about what's disputed and what's not. But if things are disputed, it's important to acknowledge both sides of that dispute. Why? Because I do believe that the dispute matters. I don't believe that telling people that their dispute is is nonsensical and stupid and conspiracy is a, is a good thing. I think if it is conspiracy, we should prove it's conspiracy, which it hasn't been proven, which no, it hasn't. And then people say, it's, no, it hasn't. It literally hasn't been proven. Literally, to prove that it was conspiracy, you would have to hear the majority of these cases on standing, or on, sorry, on merit and hear them, which didn't happen. You just had Republican secretaries of states and some, and largely Democratic secretaries of states, governors, saying that, no, there's no fraud. You had conflicting reports all the way down from there. From the Secretary of State down, you had affidavit after affidavit on both sides. You had less on the side of the Secretary of State, and you had probably three to five times more on the side of Trump supporters. And people think that, yes, it's going to be just a bunch of lunatic Trump supporters that are contesting the election. <sighs> dumb people, man. Very, very dumb people. Very, very dumb people. To not acknowledge the need for populist conservatism and to try to to ad hominem your way out of engaging in a discussion about some of these policy issues Trump stood for is the best way to hand power over to the establishment elite. It's the best way. And until the left realizes this, they will forever be in the inferior side of the populism. No doubt, without a doubt. I mean, populist leftism is already very problematic to begin with. It's already very proletariat-style bullshit to begin with. But... The moment you have them acknowledge that, hey, some of these institutions are kind of common enemies, right? Maybe we should clear them out of this and then have a fair fight. I think you'd see a lot of people say, hey, yes, let's step up and do that, right? But you don't have that. You have populist leftists backing establishment leftists just because they were told that the populist right is so bad. You have populist that you you have the populist GOP used as as more political theater, right? I mean. The idea that like political theater, political strategization, 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 sound like a Democrat, dude. Political strategization, strategy, strategization. Yeah, that's how you say that word. All this stuff, bro. You just, you know, the idea that this stuff doesn't operate at every level right in front of our eyes is, I mean, is the most naive mistake you could make. Voting left because you think that that's the party of justice is the most naive thing you could do. Giving up your constitutional rights on behalf of justice 
on, not justice, social justice, my apologies, is the most naive thing you could do. It was the very things that founders told you to watch out for, and it's happening right in front of our eyes, which is why you have some of these unstable mental health issue types radically joining QAnon at some pretty crazy numbers because, well, that's what happens when you disenfranchise people, dude. They join the Nation of Islam. They join QAnon. They join, I mean, I don't even think QAnon has any sort of, uh, I don't think, I don't think, dude, if you want to talk about domestic terrorism, terrorism, global terrorism, I mean, dude, white national terrorism in the U.S. has been notoriously, like, minuscule. There have been some very tragic circumstances where, you know, some uh, nationalist types, I would say, I don't know if you want to call them white, I don't know, see, the thing is, to assert things like, uh, these, this was domestic terrorism would imply that you have some sort of omniscient knowledge that other people don't, which which you don't because you're a fucking retard. So you don't have that kind of knowledge. So the idea that that's that's something that's so confidently thrown around is hilarious. I mean, what would that be? Would wouldn't it be better for me to call than um, the Black Lives Matter riots and protests? Should I call them? Uh, black nationalist protests. I mean, what are they in function and in theory, right? They're enabled and and manufactured by critical race theory being circulated through pretty much all of our uh, entire the entirety of our uh, you know discourse. We we have refrained from we we used to have a country where ethnicity literally didn't matter. I mean, you know, you're like talking about Jim Crow, you're talking about all these things that are like oftentimes misconceived and then you say ethnicity didn't, now we have now oddly enough more segregation than we did 20 years ago. So I'm just confused, like the left has managed to bring back black safe spaces, black community businesses, black only things. Is that not the same racial separatism that Martin Luther King Jr. was fighting against wasn't the idea of assimilation. And so then you you talk about that, right? You talk about how that's the new democratic initiative, right? It's for basically being like a black stan. And then you go to all the democratic old democratic party initiatives, which was eugenics and Dixiecrat stuff, right? And both of them advocated for separation of whites and blacks, right? The one party who, yes, while there have been some racists that circulated through the party, a very small minority, comparatively speaking, to the Democrats, you have people who have said, no, we we pretty much are big believers of assimilation, right? We're pretty big believers of assimilation, and the more black people in our communities, the better, right? Um, and, you know, then people will say, oh, well, what about redlining? What about this? What about that? Look, I think that, Eugenics has a very interesting history with all of America and much of the Democratic Party, but the part that operates very importantly there is it's largely the Democratic Party. It is the foundation of eugenics. It is the same eugenics that backed Charles Darwin's discoveries. It's the same eugenics that they used to rationalize slavery. It's the same eugenics they used to rationalize Planned Parenthood. It's the same eugenics they used to, uh, you know, conduct and manipulate the black vote it's eugenics it's eugenics at a very operative form i mean i don't know how else to say it like 
So no, what happened on the January sixth was 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 not not only was it not historically significant, it was pretty much harmless. Um, in fact, I would say that the people who went to protest were put more in harm's way than the police or the senators, without a doubt. I don't even think that's a question. Um, the National Guard came in; everyone cleared out pretty quickly. Um, it was uh, an occupation of a federal building, which we've historically done. And if you don't like occupations of federal buildings, then well, you're a fucking hypocrite because you clearly uh, aren't being uh, unbiased. And uh, yeah, the only thing I can say they did wrong was like they uh, kind of broke those windows and chased a few police inside. But I saw police like totally cool with everything at some point. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I know a little too much about false flag operations to believe something that is reported to me by the same institutional groups of people that have lied to me for no, for like less. You know what I mean? Like, and now you look at what the Congress is trying to do. Congress is trying to now pass impeachment. You have some shill Republicans uh, talking about impeachment. You're, you're seeing them trying to convict the president. They they really want to, uh, you know, like silence this guy, scare him, silence him, and essentially get him to abandon his his movement. But um, I don't know I why I laugh, man, why I laugh and cackle, because... I think they're fucking shitting their pants that he's going to try to run for re-election in four years. And if he doesn't do it, I think they're shitting their pants that his name will be associated with any re-election campaign in four years, you know? They're shitting their fucking pants. They're trying to maintain the status quo right now, but they're struggling very, very, like, difficult. I mean, they're very, it's, it's obviously very clearly difficult. So I don't really know, dude. I think that they're shitting their fucking pants and they are, they're scrambling, man. They're scrambling. I mean, dude, Russia was such a frame job that, you know, and that's not QAnon, by the way. That's like Rick Grinnell, like people who, you know, are not at, at all affiliated with QAnon. In fact, I mean, dude, you can talk to political insiders who know the president and they'll tell you, yeah, don't listen to Lynn Wood. Don't listen to QAnon, Right. So we love QAnon's patriotism, guys. I'm glad that you guys are patriots, but please stop, like, get out of that shit because the fight is here. I know you guys think the fight is over there. Um, and yeah, maybe I'm being a little too nice to you guys, but look, I think that we're on the same side ultimately, but get out and vote. Stop stop trying to, uh, you know, you're derailing the movement and whoever's pulling your strings is derailing the movement. You're involved in a fucking disinformation psychological operation, dude. Like, this is a serious, you know, uh, government corruption. And, you know, you know, everyone talks about Mike Pence and, you know, all this stuff. Dude, Mike Pence, I've, I've been telling you from day one, he's an establishment player, dude. He put us, he was, he was one of the biggest reasons that Trump, the Trump campaign had to distance themselves from Julian Assange. It's Mike Pence. Okay. He was one of the biggest people who was, uh, trying to, uh, push for, um, different uh anti-trump initiatives earlier on earlier in this in this first term so so let's like chill okay because mike pence is he is what he is okay he's not someone we should have trusted to begin with and i mean dude i think that that's our our mistake to learn from right like next time i think that we should fight this from the ground up because you got to understand, Trump getting into office was the top down, right? He did a lot of top down reform, right? But you're having a geo, you're looking at a GOP right now that is desperate to go back to their establishment corporate donor style of 
of uh, population. You know, they want to go back to that Bush McCain style uh, policy. So in order for that to happen, I mean, dude, it's it's gonna take like real, uh, real evil operation on their behalf to kind of disseminate Trump support and make it act and make it appear that you know, like they really want to make it appear that that this Trump support is just temporary transitive you know it's not something that'll be around forever but i can guarantee you guys dude like we're not going anywhere all right i mean you can look at the the photos dude this is this isn't going anywhere boss like those are real americans with real american values and goals and uh guess what like i'm sorry like it's not gonna it's gonna take more than like manufactured uh you know manufactured and doctored footage of of uh of uh people quote-unquote storming dc to make me believe that this is like a movement you know that's out of i mean dude i i still despite what happened even if what happened was worse today let me put it this way dc could have been fucking bombed all right i still would be sitting here with a trump hat on all right i don't give a fuck i'm sorry i don't okay i'm tired of the establishment i'm tired of radical leftism right i'm tired of group prioritization over the individual i'm an individualist i'm a libertarian I'm a nationalist. I'm a conservative. I'm all these things. I'm of the Trump party. It is what it is. I'm sorry. Tough. Tough. Love me. Hate me for it. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. It's not a big deal to me. Because I don't think we're all supposed to be friends, dude. We're not all supposed to be friends. We're not all supposed to like each other, you know? Not every one of us is supposed to be, you know, fucking buddy-buddy with each other, dude. I mean, dude. Fucking, I might be cutting off a lot of people soon. So, I mean, dude, who knows? I don't know. It's an interesting time to be alive because I think historically we haven't seen something like I'm 24. You know, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I've granted I've only been a lot alive for not crazy long, but you can just go back through time, man. Like, dude, last time a president like Trump came around, with that kind of populism, it's tough to put a finger on anybody. Obama was not, I mean, Obama was like kind of a populist. I mean, like a little bit. Like I think he had like one to two rallies where he had like a lot of people show up. You know, good marketing and stuff. I mean, Trump has his Twitter and then people are there. You know what I mean? Trump says this, this, and this. People are there. You know? Peaceable assembly, man. Peaceable assembly. I'm all for it. And I mean, dude, you can... Believe what you want about all this shit, but I don't know. I think you'd be smart to hold the idea that this could be a false flag operation. And I, I think what, what you'll foresee, what you'll see from this down the line is you're going to see a lot of anti-white crackdown. You're going to see a lot of uh, Trump crackdown. You're already seeing it. You're already talking about Nancy Pelosi's trying to uh, generate articles of impeachment, right? It's the same old, same old rodeo, dude. Same old rodeo, same old ball game. Um, it's, it's like a Russiagate 5.0, dude. I mean, they couldn't get him then, they couldn't get him later, and they're trying to get him with this. It's the same fucking frame job. I mean, they're going to, like, say this is, like, the biggest domestic terrorist act we've ever seen in our entire life, you know? It's going to take a while for us to push back on the narrative as we get more and more screen time. Right now, uh, they're only platforming people who are essentially, like, staunch liberals who would love to tuck on Trump's cape. But eventually, they will start interviewing and investigating people and 
you know, they'll start actually looking into some of the talking show hosts on the other side. You'll start seeing Steven Crowder. I don't know what Ben Shapiro said about this. I have a feeling that he would be like this. See, because the thing is, like, this is the problem with denouncing, right? So, obviously, anyone denounces that behavior, right? Anyone will denounce that behavior, right? But I can't denounce how they're feeling. You know what I mean? I think that when you when you have a Supreme Court that doesn't do their job, which was the biggest, dude, that was one of the biggest L's in the entire contest was because it wasn't the biggest L in the sense that it was something that had been on the table for a long time, right? I think uh, they had been planning that Supreme Court contest for, you know, a uh, few weeks in advance of when they uh, reported that they were doing it. But um, it was not something that I necessarily um, was riding all my hopes on. I was hoping it would do decent, but it didn't. The court dismissed it on standing, claiming that um, the states are allowed to do what they want. And so the argument that they wanted to make couldn't even be heard, right? So when you talk about an establishment and you talk about establishment players, you know, I'm not trying to sit here and say that QAnon has any credence here, and I don't think that they do, but you still have to give, you still have to entertain the possibility that you very well are living within some form of a fake government, right? And that Donald Trump was the only one operating outside of this fake window, doing things that were historically unprecedented. It's very, very easy for someone to see, with an unbiased eye, to see how the opposition the special interests, the entire apparatus colludes around one man, the media apparatus as well, right? Colludes around one man who stood strong against one person or one entity, sorry, not one person, the Chinese Communist Party, okay? You can look at that and pretty much chart our course to now. You know, the Epoch Times or Epic Times, I think that's how you say it, they released uh, a document of John Podesta's uh, war game strategy and war game strategization. How's that? And it puts us right where we are right now. Outside of this like uh, peaceful protest gone wrong, allegedly, false flag all over it, staged, you know. Dude, I was laughing my ass off when I saw that shit. But outside of that, you pretty much had John Podesta's war game going landing exactly where we're supposed to be it still is a confidence game by the way why do you think they're trying to authorize these articles of impeachment because again when you're pulling off a con you need to move to the to the finish line to the finish objective as fast as possible in an operation you don't have time for downtime right you have calculated downtime you have ability you have the, you have the ability to have downtime in a calculated fashion so you can have Stage one and stage two and stage three. And in between stage one and stage two, maybe you have the calculated downtime of three days, right? But any minute more than that three days is you're risking objective, you're risking stage two. So you have to move to the next objective. So right now, the opportunity has arisen for this establishment to possibly uh, impeach the president. I don't know. I am scared. I'm praying for him, man, because you have Republican cronies who have already outspokenly um, claimed to withdraw their support of electoral contests in the Congress on the 6th because of this act of quote-unquote domestic terrorism. And it's like, dude, come on. Are you guys serious? I, I really don't understand, like, what, like, 
You think that that was domestic terrorism, dude? <laughs> terrorism, bro. Terrorism. That's what it is, huh? Wow. And then now you have like all the teenage teenage girls on Instagram like fucking linking uh, terrorist. You have all the teenage girls on Instagram like linking like what is a terrorist? Like, come on, dude. Are you fucking serious, bro? Are you kidding me? Is this a joke? Is this a joke, dude? Are you joking? Are you joking? Fucking nonsense. Domestic terrorism, dude. Bombs, bro. Bombs, really? Who reported that, dude? Who reported that? That bombs were there? Let me guess. The New York Times? Yeah. They definitely have a really good track record, huh? I mean, look, I don't like that I I don't like that I go against institutional media. I wish I could be like, yeah, the New York Times reported this, man. Look, it's accurate. I wish I could say that, but I can't. I'm sorry. I can't say that because it's not. It's not fair. It's not fair. They always give you the side of the story that they think will help them the most. I mean, help whatever the fuck their their uh donors are. So, see, corporate donors donate under the table to the GOP and they donate overhand with DNC, right? But they they donate more to the DNC than the GOP. Although some industries and sectors donate pretty equally, financial services, banking services, they donate pretty equally. Like Bush was a real good friend of the financial sector, right? So was Obama. So was um Joe Biden. So was a lot of so so there's those there's those elements of it, right? But now they're using these techniques, these populist techniques to they're 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 leaning into the manipulation of the mob more than the right is, you know what I mean? And then they criticize the right of it. So it's a very circular, you know, we're like it's like the two Spider-Mans pointing their finger at each other saying who's the imposter, right? Except one side, the right side is, you know, obviously doing a lot better with this and they're handling it a lot better. And this is actually not a lot of I mean, dude, you occupied the people's house, man. If you're going to ask me, if you're going to tell me, like, hey, Barb, can you tell me, what, can you denounce this? This is what I'll say. Yeah, I think that breaking windows, and whoever did that, I want them to be in jail. I want, not for, not for, not for life, I mean, I don't think they killed anybody, but, you know, I want, them to, I want them to fucking face consequences. Yeah, for sure, right? And, no, I don't think the people in there should face those consequences because you're not jailing everyone else. That's my thing, Right? You're going to jail everyone there, but you're not going to jail Chaz. You're not going to jail uh, Portland. You're not going to jail the people who took over. Dude, they took over police departments, cities, autonomous zones. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Let's be consistent. You have to be consistent. Dude, they destroyed cities. BLM destroyed cities. Like, it was not like, I know that's hyperbolic. It wasn't the entire city. But, dude, if you destroy five, six city blocks, that's more damage in dollars and cents and in people's livelihoods than what happened there. And if you actually look at the damage of this, like the offices were damaged, but the actual structure of the building, the entirety of the whole, uh, uh, it was not insurrection. It was not, it was, it was barely a riot. It was barely a riot. It almost was a, a little aggressive occupation of a, of a government building, which by the way, happens all the time. People occupy government buildings all the fucking time. That happens all the time. Look it up. Look it up. Just look it up. Occupying government buildings is not something that is uncommon. It is not something that is 
That was not a terrorist act. That was not an issue. I hope Steven Crowder does a change my mind segment on this. It's going to be tough to get people to step up to the plate on this one because it's because it, the thing is what happens with this psychological warfare is when you allege that your counterpart is is this really bad thing, right? For them to counter you, they have to rationalize what it was that was taken and misinterpreted, right? So here, because of so many unknowns, it's tough for people to jump out and comment. I'm going to go ahead and put my reputation out there. I don't really give a fuck. You know, I, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm like a people's channel. I don't really care about, you know, whatever the fuck happens to me. But it has false flag written all over it, just like the Nashville bombing does, dude. The Nashville bombing has false flag written all over it. And I think these people who fucking try to imply the opposite are a little too willing to believe a narrative. You know what I mean? Like when you're too willing to believe one narrative, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, the dealio is with that. Because, you know, I wish, I wish that, I wish that there were people who had a little more critical thinking in their brain and thought, listen, like, let's look at like optics. Let's look at the entire field of operations. Let's look at what operative operatives can do. Let's look at uh, what um, tactical, psychological deception operations are, right? If you actually look at that and you look at this and you say, this seems fishy, right? This wasn't a, uh, this now granted, this did happen quick. Like it, it was pretty quick. Like it was, I would say, yes, it was spontaneous, right? But it was baited for sure, without a doubt. I mean, the videos that you see have people being baited to enter the Capitol. So I don't know what is exactly, who's at fault here, right? So do I have to essentially, I don't know, condemn like, well, who am I condemning here, right? Am I condemning the D.C. police for, for uh, you know, I don't know, fucking, what, what is this? What is this shit, D.C. police? What are you guys doing, Capitol police, right? So I don't know. I don't know who I'm condemning. Am I condemning people who enter? The condemning people who protest? No, I can't do that. Sorry. I know you lefties want to say that you want me to condemn all the white supremacists there, but there there really probably weren't that many there. There's probably less white supremacists there than there were inside the Congress. I bet there's more white supremacists in Congress than there is out there in the crowds because, you know, Congress is a lot more tied to the history of eugenics and passing that legislation than, uh, you know, fucking regular people who didn't probably own slaves and probably don't have any history of owning slaves. And if you guys actually realized how little white people have lineage to slave owning history, you would realize how stupid you fucking sound. And if you realized how many fucking black people were actually enslaved and, you know, the actual death toll and you would realize how fucking stupid you sound and you would, at least you wouldn't be dragging people who have passed because of injustice and wrong through the mud right? Like, instead of just fucking sitting there and praising Margaret Sanger, who's a self-admitted eugenicist, and you praise her for, like, being, you know, an advocate of women's rights, or whatever the fuck it is, it's like, dude, she's a self-admitted eugenicist. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know what I mean? What's the deal here? Sorry, I was putting my, adjusting my microphone, but, you know, this was not anything at all, dude. Occupation my ass, bro. Fucking occupy Nancy Pelosi's asshole, dude. Occupy Nancy Pelosi's fucking bleached asshole, okay? Fucking ridiculous, dude. Dude, it's it's not, it's not, look. This is a comedy show. I'm a little somber, as you can tell. 
I'm not really like in a comedic mood. But I mean, I'm trying to make jokes, but I don't know if you guys are fucking laughing. But this is a comedy show, so none of these opinions are my own. I'm just, uh, you know, comedy, comedy, false flag operations, false flag, false flag. This was a false flag operation. They baited the Trump supporters. Now you're going to see white uh, anti-white sentiment rising all the way up through the government. They're going to start passing bills trying to outlaw a peaceable assembly from Trump supporters because they want to call it white supremacy. And I'm not even a white person, so I don't the fuck does that even work? But, you know, that, that doesn't matter to liberals because they don't really care as long as you're not on their side. Dude, fuck this shit, dude. Fuck this fucking shit, man. But, dude, look... I would say if you guys are bored, if you guys are bored, you need to tune into Robert Barnes and Viva Frey. It's been a very, very good show to watch because uh, it's not a TV show. It's like a uh, like a little, I mean, they really don't even, it's like, you can call it a podcast, but I mean, it's not like a podcast like this where like, you know, I'm sitting here and just screaming. It's more like they're, they're Barnes is a constitutional attorney. Frey, I believe, is also a constitutional attorney. Um, and he's in Canada, I believe Viva Frey's in Canada, Barnes is in the U.S., and they essentially both are uh, attorneys fighting for, you know, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. They're they're really, pro- they're fighting all of the unfair lockdowns, not all of them, I mean, they're taking it case by case, but they're fighting unfair lockdowns, uh, the uh, revocation of people's free speech rights, revocation of the ability to peacefully assemble. They're kind of like the ACLJ, which is another organization I really like to follow, they really fight for life in a lot of ways, and they do it uh, with litigation, you know? So when you look at the fight for election integrity, right, it's not... The thing is, guys, that I think that we were all somewhat, you know, I guess we all thought that there was a lot of relief we would see from the third to now, right? The reality is is that that didn't happen, and I don't think it was ever supposed to be that likely, Right? And that's tough because, dude, I, I don't want to admit that. Like, I, I love my president. I love my people. You know, I don't want to admit that, um, you know, we didn't get the relief we wanted to. When I, I, when I do believe we should have gotten some relief, you know, I think, um, I think that, um, that this entire fight was always meant to be a much longer fight. You know, when you look at how people triumph through uh, tyrannical. Uh, forces in their government or just tyrannical governments in general, you're going to see a lot of um, two steps forward, one step back, right? So Trump got in into office by the grace of God, right? By uh, some slim margins, by a really bad apparatus, but he proved to us, right, that not only did you make the right choice electing me, but you made the right choice, you know, not only did you make the right choice, you know, voting for me, but you're going to make another right choice by reelecting me. So we turned out we broke. We did some numbers, guys. We did some real numbers, historical numbers. You know, if you want to tabulate the votes that were disputed in question, we're talking like, dude, I don't know, eighty million people, which is insane. That's like that could be the popular vote, right? Um, probably is the popular vote. Um, you want to talk about uh, a lot of these things? You know, uh, historical uh, of biblical proportion, really. But when you talk about his duration in office, you look at how much he was antagonized by uh, different elements, different power structures within the office, right? It What it shows you is that fighting for something good is not easy, 
right? It's not. I'm sorry. It's not. I wish it was, right? Being able to be patient, being able to be active, to learn and act and do those things, right? Learn about things and act, right? Donate, um, you know, assemble, uh, litigate, whatever your job is, whatever you do. Lead your life with your constitutional liberties and you will ultimately prevail. And that's been the whole purpose of the Peaceful Assembly was that the whole purpose of the Peaceful Assembly, guys, is not so that it's not so you show up at places with your Second Amendment, right? With your gun open carry so that you can threaten people that you're going to use it. The reason why we encourage that is because if enough people do that and peacefully assemble, right, and show up, it eliminates all forms of tyranny merely based off of volume, right? So, for example, like when if you're protesting a tyrannical regime and a million people show up and they jail 3,000 people, those 3,000 people post bond and they get back out in the field, right, and keep protesting, you tire the system down, right? So when you exercise your open carry rights, when you exercise your ability to live under the Constitution, then you show your government that this is what's working for me and the rest of us as well, right? And we're not only willing to peacefully, civilly civilly be disobedient, right? We're also willing to go through the punishment of those protests, right? That's the point. The point is that there will be people who are punished, okay? They're trying to punish Donald Trump. They're trying to punish conservative talk show folks. They're trying to punish people who are protesting. They're trying to punish people who occupied the Senate, right? And ultimately, I know that, see, the thing is, if you're on the opposite side of this and you're a liberal, and I don't know why you'd listen to the show if you are, but, and you look at me, you'd probably think I'm a radical. You'd probably think I'm a neo-Nazi. But then you'd get debunked slowly and surely because I would tell you that, no, I'm not white, I'm brown, and I'm not uh, pro-white or anti-white, I'm pro-people, right? I'm not pro-black or anti-black, I'm pro-everyone. And I, and I and when I say all lives matter, I'm not saying it because I'm trying to be snarky and subvert black lives matter. I believe black lives matter. I believe black people matter, and I believe that anyone who has suffered from anything needs a place to be in a better place. But what I don't believe in is critical race theory. And what I don't believe in, and so so some of these advanced postmodernist theories, they're really not that advanced when you look at them because they're very simple, right? Critical race theory operates off a few tenets. Some of them are prioritization of the minority group over um, the uh, prioritization of not the minority group, but just the group of typically what appears to be a minority over uh, just a colorblind will of the people, right? So defund the police, for example, is something that's being really pushed by, uh, you know, people who are proponents of critical race theory because they believe that it is a, uh, because they're, it's a virtuous will and thus it must be a good thing for the community and you learn that no, crime goes up, right? And so, um, you know, you guys would call me a radical and you you get debunked and I mean, dude, it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, I definitely don't have, um, I definitely don't have centrist viewpoints. I'm definitely um, on the right. Um, but I'm definitely way more nuanced than all my leftists. I mean, my leftists serve pretty much binary on this. Um, radically pro-choice, radically anti-Trump, um, radically uh, anti-white. 
so you know radically you know pro women it's just you know it's it's inconsistency around the board and it was it, these are similar see like soviet era tactics cuban uh military tactics you know venezuelan tactics i mean these are tactics man they're used to influence opinion i mean i the what's alarming is how stupid people are to see that because if you were smart you would see it but again i think that this is a time i'm not i don't want to just derange off into different topics but you know we all know what this is i think we all know how this is yes it did hurt for me to see some of this stuff on the news but i know what they're doing they're doing the same thing that they did with the russian collusion right they're doing the same thing that they're doing with everything else. They're trying to impeach Trump. They want him out of office because, well, they are, you know, claiming that that he's going to do something crazy. And no, he's not. He. I just think they won't, they don't want to acknowledge any more election contests that he may bring up because the reality is that his investigation doesn't stop. And so, op, like I said, in an operation, when you're running a legitimate CIA level psychological operation, right? And overall, a government joined operation, a political operation, you definitely need to pay respect to your enemies. And I think what they're doing is because they're afraid of him. They're afraid of the president because the president has pretty much uh, beat them at every game they play. He lost a lot, but um, not in the election, of course, but I mean, I'm saying he lost in some of the, so they, they did, they did successfully obstruct him in a lot of different ways, right? Uh, specifically the election as well. That's what I'm trying to say. But the overall, uh, climate that he's in is, uh, you know, um, really no different than ever before, man. He's in the swamp. He's in the pocket, dude. And that's why we love him, right? He's fighting for us. He's fighting for us. He's in the pocket. He's fighting for us. He's getting the establishment elite out of there, you know? And I think that's why one of the reasons why when people talk about the, the Assange pardon, people don't realize Pence's role in getting Assange uh, into custody. And they don't realize how that role antagonized President Trump's role. And President Trump actually was probably in a place to pardon Assange just because of the fact that the enemy, my enemy, is my friend, right? However, Pence made sure that the Trump campaign has to distance himself from that. You know, I, I would, guys, if I were you, I would stop listening to news. I would listen to insiders. So Robert Barnes is now a guy who is um, a great, brilliant legal mind. He's now strategizing with the president. He sat down with the president. He's meeting with the president. And they strategize some of the stuff they're going to do in the contest in Congress, um, which they did certify for Biden. And then they also strategized, um, they're strategizing essentially how to keep this going. Because the idea that he's going to take a vacation and leave is stupid right? The idea that he's going to pack up and dip is dumb. Um, no, he's not going anywhere, dude. He's going to be in the public limelight for a long time. Um, I see him and his family becoming a political dynasty, a populist dynasty. And I, and I pray that they never fall, uh, they never succumb to the forces of corruption, either through, you know, um, Trojan horses inside their operation or, uh, corruption of the mind or any of those corruptions. But, uh, you know, Robert Barnes is, you know, talking about how a lot of these uh, Republicans, these rhinos who you're seeing right now, prepare to see them primaried, <laughs> prepare to see all of them fucking primary. They're going to be essentially uh, out of their office very shortly. 
Um, there is no GOP without Trump. There's no GOP without Trumpers. So uh, you're going to see these people essentially primary left, right, and center. They will be out of their offices very soon, very, very soon. Um, and I would even argue that people who have outspokenly been in favor of the president, like Lindsey Graham, he'll be primaried as well. Um, Ted Cruz, he'll be primaried as well. So I think that uh, these people who are kind of like, you know, hiding in the Trump guys because they want to maintain their uh, political reputation, they will get exposed. You're not going to be able to uh, um, really convince people otherwise. And um, ultimately, I think that most people on the right are done with false promises. So at the end of the day, you're going to see uh, Trump's going to be back, man, at some way, shape, or form, whether it's going to be him in the flesh in the office, whether it's going to be someone, uh, one of his operatives, whether it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Jared Kushner, Ivanka, whoever you want to call it. Uh, I don't know if Jared Kushner will be president. He's kind of, the media has really went after him. But Ivanka, um, she could do it. Now, the thing with the media is that the media is only so successful, right? So they'll spend billions of dollars to just turn down a few votes, you know? So what the fight is, is not with the media. The fight right now is election integrity the fight is, uh, you know, um, draconian COVID rulings. The fight is some of those things. So what Robert Barnes is doing is strategizing with these guys and essentially coming up with the GP, with the game plan, to go at this at in a uh, reasonable uh, way that's going to actually yield some results. And I think that is why they know that... I mean, dude, Trump's a crazy guy, man. He's just crazy. He just loves... This upset culture. He loves upsetting all these people. And I love it, man. I love everything about it. God bless the president. Fuck everyone who says otherwise. I love all people. But, you know, if you don't like me, I understand. Um, I think I've done enough. I think, yeah. The point I'm trying to make, dude, fucking good. I'm glad they occupied the Senate. I'm fucking glad they enjoyed themselves. They deserve it, right? They fucking deserve it, okay? And they shouldn't have broke windows. They're going to go after all of them like a witch trial anyways. They're going to come after all of us like a witch trial anyways. So get prepared to dig your fucking heels in, you dumb bitches. Just kidding. You're not dumb bitches. But, I mean, you know, just fucking, you know, Lottie fucking die, you know? Lottie fucking die. So, um, stay locked and loaded, boys, uh, metaphorically and literally. Um, no violence. We are a peaceful people. Um, the entire contents of the show are comedy this is not legal advice and um don't listen to me for any advice really just entertainment thanks guys and i will hit you motherfuckers up later